0: When we understand why we're doing something and what we bring to the table that makes us unique, then all of a sudden, all of these other opportunities start unfolding. There are opportunities for our work and careers everywhere, if you know where to look. That's easier said than done, especially in our fast-paced and constantly changing world. Marianne Fairmouth is talking to experts, employers, and job seekers to bring you insight and understanding about what's possible. This is Career Can Do, where we're navigating the new work world.
1: Welcome to the Career Can Do podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate the new work world. My name is Marianne Fairmouth. I'm an executive recruiter, multi-genre author, nationally syndicated columnist and speaker. And today I'm just delighted to have a guest on my show that's really done some exciting things for and in the new work world. Lee Shay McDonough is the founder of Coach with Clarity, a training and educational company for life and business coaches. We're going to talk to Lee today about how someone that was a psychotherapist really transitioned her career into something that is so necessary these days, but more importantly, she did something and created a platform where she could really help others. So, after that incredibly long introduction and without further ado, help me welcome Lee McDonough. Lee say hello to everybody.
0: Hi. I am so excited to be here, Mary thanks for having me.
1: Well, we're thrilled to have you. Well, I wanted to have you on the show today because as an executive recruiter, Lee, I see so many people that are betwixt and between. They've lost a job, they've gotten laid off, or as you know, with the great resignation, they've done it, you know, by choice of to leave and, and to pursue something more entrepreneurial. And what you do and what you've done is really a demonstration of that in a very, very positive way. And like I said, more importantly, in a way that has also contributed to helping others. So, can you tell us a little bit about what you did and how you did it and what exactly coaching is,
0: anyway? Absolutely. So, when I first started out in the work world, I was a social worker and then a therapist. I also have a public health background. And my husband was in the military. So, we did move around quite a bit. And I, feel really fortunate that i was able to have such a variety when it came to job experiences i did a little bit of everything when it came to therapy and then in 2015 when he got out of the air force we were facing some major life changes we were moving from germany where we were stationed to the united states my children had essentially grown up in europe so america was an entirely different experience for them and my husband was buying a dental practice he's a periodontist and so essentially our life was completely changing And so I decided to take a beat and focus on helping my family make that transition. Once we had kind of found our roots in our new home, that's when I started getting the urge to return to work. And yet on some level, I knew that mental health was no longer where I was supposed to serve. I still wanted to show up and help people, but I wanted to find a different way to do that. And while all of that was happening, I was supporting my husband with his new business. We were learning a lot as we went along about how to operate a business. And I kept thinking, I really wish there was some support out there for people like us, almost like a therapist for your business. And as I did my research, I realized, oh, there's this whole world of coaching out here that I'm not familiar with. And the more I looked into it, the more I realized, oh my gosh, I think I can do this. I think I can leverage my skills and my experience as a therapist into this world of coaching and even business coaching. And so that's what I did. And that was the start of really entering the coaching profession.
1: Well, that sounds like a very exciting journey, Lee. But tell our listeners, what's the real difference between coaching and
0: other helping professions uh, like consulting or therapy? So all of those coaching, mentoring, consulting therapy, I view them as helping professions, and each has a really distinct purpose. I view consulting or consultants as people who are the experts at coming in and assessing a situation, seeing what works, seeing what might need to be tweaked, and then making recommendations to the person about how they can move forward. Sometimes consultants can help with the implementation, but oftentimes they're more strategic thinkers and creating a roadmap for the person. Whereas with coaching, it's less about the coach coming in and doing the assessment and making the recommendations. And it's more about creating a partnership with the client so that the client can take ownership of what's happening. They can contribute their ideas and solutions. And so it's the coach's job to create that container where that exploration can happen. It's the coach's job to ask the right questions to really bring out the wisdom that the client holds. It's very much about a partnership of equals. A lot of those skills I also used when I was a therapist, certainly creating partnership and relationships and creating space to explore and to dive deep into things. We do that in therapy as well. But the purpose is very different. As a therapist, I was working primarily with people who were having mental health issues that were keeping them from doing their day-to-day activities. And so together... We did a lot of exploration of the past. We looked at what they were doing in the present that wasn't working to help bring them back to their typical routine status. With coaching, it's almost like we're grabbing the baton from the therapist in the relay race and we're going to the next level, which is, okay, now that we have found our typical baseline, how do we optimize? How do we improve? Where do we go from here? And so I see coaching and therapy actually working in tandem with each other. And they don't have to compete. They can connect. But we also, especially as coaches, we need to understand where that line is and when someone might benefit from working with a trained mental health professional so that they can get to their baseline and then we can support them in their growth.
1: Well, what an exciting experience that you've had. And I'm a recruiter, but I've been complimented sometimes as saying you're more like a therapist (laughs) to me. And especially after what we've been through the last three years, they've dealt with some challenges and some of them are emotional because. Everything has been changed. But I'm a CPC. I'm certified by the Board of Regents in Washington, DC. I think that certification gives one a little more validity or it shows prospects or our prospective customers that we have gone the extra mile. But I know in coaching, what I've heard anyway, Lee, is that the certification is is really almost something people look for before they hire a coach. So tell us a little bit about whether you feel that is really necessary and how people go about
0: getting that certification. Yes, my bias certainly is towards certification and credentialing for just the reasons you described. I think it indicates that this is someone who has taken their training and education seriously and they've proven to a professional organization that they meet the standards to provide this service. Now, I also understand that there are wonderful coaches out there who maybe have not gone through a formal certification program. So I tend to come down on the side of education. That continuing education, regardless of your field, is so important. And for some people, that's going to look like a full-on coach certification program, especially if you want to be an executive coach, a corporate coach. If you want to work for those larger institutions, they really are looking for a credential, and specifically one from the International Coaching Federation, because that is the gold standard. I'm very honest with my clients, if they are looking at creating boutique coaching practices where they're doing life coaching, business coaching, health coaching, they may not need a certification, but I think they're going to want one because it is going to set them apart in this industry. And it's also going to help them learn the fundamental skills that are needed to be a powerful coach. And it's going to give them some structure and some frameworks that they can take and implement and then make their own. So
1: if somebody came to you and they're an experienced professional and they wanted to get in to coaching and make that career change to get started in coaching, without taking a whole lot of time here, exactly in summary, what would those steps be to get there?
0: Well, I think number one, it's really assessing what are you naturally good at? What are the things that people come to you because they need help? And to you, it seems like a no-brainer, but to them, it's actually quite challenging. When we understand what your special strengths and gifts are. Then we can start looking at, all right, how do we bring that into a coaching approach that might help identify who you want to serve, how you want to work with. But we really need to start with understanding your strengths and your skills. And then from there, we can decide, okay, what is going to best serve you in terms of gaining those coaching fundamentals? Do you need a certification program? If so, which kind of program is going to be right for you? And that's generally where I direct people to the International Coaching Federation they have a wealth of information about coach training programs. You can search for coach training programs there as well. And then, moreover, I would say to people if you are thinking about becoming a coach, there's no better way than by experiencing coaching yourself. So, whether that's working with your own coach for a period of time or connecting with a coach over coffee to ask questions about the profession, working with a mentor coach, but really familiarizing yourself with the profession so you know what you're getting into.
1: Would you say? That that coaching is more of a right brain function. I mean, we have a right brain function, which is more creativity, communication, as opposed to a left brain function, which is more linear, more thinking, more analysis. Would you say somebody who's really more linear in that light brain function would have a more difficult time becoming a coach or not necessarily?
0: Not necessarily. I think that's the beauty of coaching is that we can really create an approach that's going to work both for you and your clients. And I would say the people who tend to be the more analytical, linear thinkers, you are my people who are going to be great at helping your clients set goals and create roadmaps and create that structure so that they can achieve what they most want. So maybe where your education, your training would come in is helping you learn how to approach that from a more creative perspective, how to ask questions that really elicit that creative thinking in your client. And then you can join with them to provide that structure. And I think the opposite is true for coaches who tend to be naturally creative and to see opportunities where other people might not. Maybe they need to shore up some of their skills around structuring a session and goal setting. So I think both are necessary in coaching. And I think, yes, each one of us tend to lead with one. And so that's really good to know because then we can make sure that we're building up that other side.
1: Okay, great. Now, I think you have a real interesting approach that you call the three M's. Can you tell our listeners what those three M's are and how that all works?
0: Yes, so right off the bat, the three M's stand for meaning, mindset, and mindfulness. And that's the framework I use in my coaching. And it is informed by my experience as a therapist. When I was working for the Department of Veterans Affairs, I completed a six-month traineeship in a therapeutic approach called acceptance and commitment therapy, or ACT for short. And ACT is great as a psychological intervention, but the core tenets, we can apply them to anything because it really is about knowing what matters most to you. So getting clear on your values, that's the meaning piece. It's about understanding how we relate to our thoughts and our emotions, that's the mindset piece. And then it's about grounding ourselves in the present moment so that we can really fully experience what's going on in our lives. And that's the mindfulness piece. So I took those elements of ACT and created a framework to use in coaching. But I really think that no matter where you are at in your life, when you are able to get clear on what matters most to you, take action that's aligned with those values. And when you understand how to handle any of the thoughts and feelings that come up around it, it's going to allow you to be a more highly functional person and you're just going to feel more fulfilled in your life.
1: Well, I am so impressed with you, Lee. I just think you're amazing. You truly are an example of a multi-dimensional professional, a previous therapist, a coach, but you're also an author and you have a wonderful book called Act on Your Business. Is that correct? And you can provide a, a free copy of that. Tell our listeners out there how they can get that.
0: Absolutely. So I am so thrilled to share one of my favorite chapters from that book, Act on Your Business. And it is a deep dive into those three Ms. So it really takes a look at what is meaning, what is mindset, what is mindfulness, but not just the what, it also looks at the why, why these matter, and the how. How can we start implementing these in your day-to-day life and in your business? So if you want a deeper dive into the three Ms, you can get that chapter by going to coachwithclarity.com slash act, and it's there to download.
1: All right, well, I'm kind of a results-oriented person, and I'm curious, if somebody was to enlist in a coaching program, how long does that typically take, Lee, to get that certification?
0: That is going to vary based on the program, and it also is going to vary on the type of certification you're looking for. So, for example, with ICF, the first level of certification, the associate certified coach requires 60 hours of coach training, Plus passing some oral and written exams and then 100 hours of actually working with clients. So that's the first level. The second level requires 125 hours of training and 500 hours of working with clients and a few other requirements as well. I can say that when I went through my coach training program and also the coach training program that I now run, typically the educational piece takes anywhere from four to six months based on whether you're doing the 60 or the 125 hours of training. And then it can really vary in terms of how long it takes people to acquire those experience hours. Now, you can start acquiring those hours while you are in training. So that's actually what I did. While I was in training, I was working towards my 100 hours so that I was able to get that initial certification one month after completing my training program. So I would encourage people to budget at least six months to work towards certification. But you can also take longer than that if you need to. And if you're a real go-getter, you may even be able to do it in less time than that.
1: And I'm sure that there's an investment here, a financial investment to get the certification. Is it somewhat reasonable? Is it mediocre or exorbitant? I guess
0: it would depend on the program that you select. Is that correct? It does. And I would encourage people to think about this as a graduate level certificate program. So if you're thinking about what it might cost to complete a certificate program through a university, that's probably what you're going to want to budget for when it comes to coach training programs. And you're right, they really do run the gamut. I've seen some that start at a few thousand dollars. I've seen some that have been over $20,000. So there's a huge range in there. That's certainly something to consider as you are looking at programs. And then even more importantly, you want to find a program whose approach and whose values really connect with yours. Because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you are being taught by people who understand the coaching core competencies, who are following a code of ethics, and whose teaching style really meshes with how you best learn. So whether that is experiential learning, so you've got some opportunities to work with clients in the real world, but also supervised by your instructors, maybe you also benefit from having access to video recordings or audio recordings, really asking those questions about how the curriculum is both developed and delivered, Will help you figure out what program is going to be best for you.
1: Well, I'm just thrilled to know you because I have several candidates that come to me that certainly might be referral candidates for you. And if I had those candidates, how would I tell them to get a hold of you, Lee?
0: So the best place to find me is over on my website, coachwithclarity.com. I'm also at Coach with Clarity on pretty much all of the social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I'm on LinkedIn as well, so you can find me there. And I really believe that. Relationships are the key to creating a successful business. And so I make sure that I have a conversation with every single potential student who might be interested in participating in my certification program because I want them to feel really connected to the work and to the community. And so, absolutely, please feel free to reach out because I would love to continue the conversation.
1: Well, I think you're amazing. And I'm just honored and excited that I've had you as a guest on Career Can Do. If we had to leave our listeners with two good, good points. Two tips, Lee. You know, if you're on the fence and you're thinking, you know, I've had this job for 10 years or I've been out of a job now a couple years and I've done all these part-time jobs and I really think maybe I want to investigate becoming a coach. But let's have two good final tips to leave these listeners with on why you might want to consider doing this and doing it with Lee.
0: Well, tip number one would be to really take stock of why you are feeling drawn to coaching. What is it about supporting other people and helping them achieve their goals? What is it that really appeals about that to you? I think that helps us really crystallize our why, because when we understand why we're doing something and what we bring to the table that makes us unique, then all of a sudden all of these other opportunities start unfolding. So again, I would start with why, we'll quote Simon Sinek on that. Start with your why and really connect why you want to do this with those special talents and skills that you bring to the table. So that's tip number one. And then tip number two is to remind yourself, and I think this is important for any career transition. You don't have to go straight from one thing right into another. There can be a time where there's some overlap. So maybe there's a bridge. Perhaps as you are learning more about coaching and you're going through your training program, maybe you start coaching and then you maybe slowly cut back on your hours at your full-time job. So, it can be progressive. It doesn't have to go straight from one into the other.
1: All right. Well, we have been delighted to have Lee Chee McDonough on Career Can Do. You can uh, find her on all social media at her website and on LinkedIn at Coach with Clarity. And the website's coachwithclarity.com. Lee, thank you so much. It's been just delightful to have you on our show. We hope we can stay connected. I know I'd really like to continue the relationship myself with you. But again, we're at the end of our program here. We thank you for being on the show. My name is Ann Fairmouth, and we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Thanks again, Lee. Thanks so much. We thank you for tuning in to our Career Can Do podcast. We make no guarantees on results for your particular quest, but we hope you enjoy the information presented. Thank you.